Hey, Fletch, a podcast that will equip, coach, and lead those who lead and manage the church. Dr. David Fletcher, also known as Fletch, passion is to hone church leaders in executive roles. Fletch is a pastor for 35 years and loves the local church. He runs spastor.org and receives hundreds of thousands of visits each year and is also featured on Christianity Today's website, managingyourchurch.com. From around the globe, people tune in on Fletch's warm and sound advice. He's a friend and church doctor, bringing an objective perspective, broad knowledge, and vast experience. Listen in to this podcast as Fletch sets to answer questions submitted by you and asked by me, Tim Samuel. Hey, Fletch. This one is personal and hard to write. I just got an email that seems to say that I wasn't on a project any longer. I'm totally shocked. I thought that I was the project leader and now they are bringing in another person. I'm pretty mad and hurt. Thoughts for me? Oh, email problems. So here's the deal with email. It's impersonal. I can't see you. There's no face, there's no smile, there's no frown. It's just some words on, not even on paper, right? So in reading the email, I saw that your senior pastor didn't say much. It really was just two lines. And what he said was rather ambiguous. And everything in in the email turns on one verb. So I would say this email is clear as mud. I would suggest not attributing motive or making an accusation. Don't do a quick email that is a flame mail, gets him inflamed and, and shows your rage, because it's really, you're, you're trying to be nice here, but really, you have rage going on. So let go of the rage. Just reply with a simple question. So put the monkey on his back, because he's the one who wrote the email. Say something like, could you expand on your thoughts? I'm not sure I understood this email. Those are separate ones. I'd keep it really short. Or tell me more, this seems kind of short. So here's the follow-up that I got. The senior pastor clarified his thoughts from the original email because the guy went back and just gave a simple email. Hey, could you expand here? And the senior pastor admitted that his original email was poorly worded. Surprise, surprise. Hey, Tim. Hey, David, how many of us have done just a miserable email? And by the way, always look at the timestamp on an email. Oh, he's writing this at 10.20 p.m. Or, oh, he's writing on his iPhone or his Android device, device, and his big thumbs didn't get the right word. Or what happens with me all the time, and I think Siri has it in for me, Siri actually completely changes the text of my emails. So in this case, instead of ousting you, he was trying to laud the staff person's leadership. I mean, think about the difference. That if the guy had done a flame mail back, that lauding, that applaud would have turned to derision. So email is tricky as the finger sometimes type faster than the brain thinks. Here are the takeaway principles. Ask simple questions for clarification. Two is don't assume motive. Three, 
don't return fire with fire. I think actually Jesus said something about that, right? I mean, let's just apply the principles of the Sermon on the Mount. Let's be loving and be gracious. And if, if the person is being mean, are we really the kind of people that want to return meanness with meanness? And finally, four, treat others as you want to be treated. Give them utmost respect. Love them. Take your lumps if you've deserved it. But in this case, hey, it was an applause. It was not an outing. Thanks for tuning in. You got a question for Fletch? Go to xpasser.org. On the top of the page, hit the button Contact Fletch. He'll be sure to give you a response. And hey, your question might end up on the next podcast. Hey, Fletch, I'm trying to get a hand on my compensation. Is it fair? Am I underpaid? Please give me some advice on comparable salaries for my role. I, I get this question a fair amount, and there's some great online tools that you can use. Uh, Christian Today has a salary survey that they've just released. You can do a Google search and find that. Ministrypay.com one has one as well as Leadership Network, and that's for large churches. And they've just released an update uh, this week. Xpastor also has a compensation survey, and that's a little different than the others. It's smaller, but it also gives all the salaries in the church, or at least the major ones, from the facilities worker all the way up to the senior pastor. What you really want to do on compensation is you want to understand, hey, what are other positions in similar size churches paying. Now, the challenge for that is, because I know the insides of this, is I have seen churches across town from each other, the same size church, and their salaries are different by 20, sometimes 35%. So it's really hard to get a grip on compensation. It's one of the reasons that we've launched uh, this Smart Money for Church Salaries. Uh, it's my third book, will be available in August, and we're also doing uh, one-day workshops around the country. We'll be doing 12 of those, and we hope to video one of those so that that will be available later for folks. You're asking really a, a great question, a hard one. The book I wrote turned out to be 250 pages dealing with all aspects of compensation. In churches, it's really murky. It's hard to get at. It's incredibly complex when you get into the Fair Labor Standards Act, SICA, which is Self-Employment Compensation Act, and FICA, and DOL, the Department of Labor. All of these acronyms make it really hard. So I'd encourage you to go out, get some compensation data, look at it, and then you know share that data with your church and say, you know, I, I might be a tad underpaid here. Well, that's great advice. Hey, so if I go, how, how would you prepare me for that meeting? So, hey, I'm underpaid. I'm nervous. I'm a little bit, um, I'm just nervous to have that meeting. How would you advise me to set up that meeting? Well, Tim, now that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Um, because it's murky, there's so many different ways to approach that in various churches. Some churches really don't want to have the conversation. Others are pretty open. I think, though, if you can show to your supervisor fair salary comparisons, like from Christianity Today or Ministry Pay or Ex-Pastor or Leadership Network, and say, look, here's the average 
salary for a high school pastor in our size church. And here's one from a different region. And actually, our part of the country is more expensive. So you can go out to some info on the web and find out what your cost of living is and how that compares to other parts of the country and say, um, you know, this just isn't working. Of course, there's that great article that uh, Tom Rainier had recently. You can go to Christiane today and find it. And he said he was a grossly underpaid pastor in Florida many years ago. He was earning so little, it was like 25,000 bucks, which he said was peanuts even then, that they had to go to the church's food pantry to get food to feed their family. Now, how about that if you're a church leader and you lose a leader like Tom Rainier, even though he's early in his career, how would you like that? Um, many folks would call that paying the stupid tax to lose a leader like that. Wow, great insight. From around the globe, you tuned in on Fletch's warm and sound advice. He's a friend and church doctor, bringing an objective perspective, broad knowledge, and vast experience. Hey, don't forget, submit your question on expastor.org. Your question will get a personal reply from Fletch. So email us a question by visiting expastor.org. <laughs>